0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America, NA member FDIC.
1: You got that rocker, MJ in the house, otherwise known as Marty Janetti. You know how we do rock and roll, starting the stolen, and we're doing it right here on the Rundown Wrestling Network. Keep on rocking. Yeah. Steve Thong! <laughs> <laughs> so back Ladies and gentlemen, we.
2: Tonight, we are going to witness the most anticipated match in the history of professional wrestling. And this is the main event of the evening. Please welcome your
0: host
1: for today.
2: Jason is here. Dude, I I swear to God, I'm not as big an asshole as it sounds like. Troy is here. Hey, I call them like I see them, all right? Taz is here. I mean, Sal
0: is here.
1: And I'm here? Uh, look at it this way. The first thing we've done together as a team. I grab my dick, you grab your dick, you work my arm, I work your arm. Same time, same time. It's like jerking off together, but not gay. We're not touching dicks. Each other's dicks, anyway. I'm touching my own dick. You're working it, and I'm loving it. Well, enough is enough, and
0: it's time for The Rundown.
3: <laughs> Welcome, everybody, to The Rundown. It's me, Troy.
2: That's Jason. Uh, that is. I am here.
1: This guy's Sal. Somehow I made it here. I'm not really sure how.
2: The correct intro is. Sal is back. Oh, wow.
1: <laughs> no, no. no, for intro however the fuck you want. <laughs> No,
3: no, he's a, he's making a joke that only if you were paying attention before the show, when I'm here, you would get. <laughs> <laughs> it's
2: and I'm trying out. to pop the boys. Okay, Is that okay, Troy. Fuck off. What are you? I got
0: it. What are you, John Moxley and Eddie Kingston? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we all sound so uh, full of. Hey, pep- Adams here. We all sound so full of pep and energy tonight.
3: Pep and energy. Are you, ar- are you already fighting with me, Sal? is that what is that what's, what's going to happen?
1: I like I like Tony Khan's eye poking out behind your face though. <sighs> Just the oh, one eye. Oh, um, if
0: you want to see Troy Skype back I'd come to twitch.tv TV slash
2: Rundown Wrestling or twitch.tv slash The salsa Effect. I believe you mean Promoter of the Year, Tony Khan.
1: Real quick, real quick, <laughs> I, I I saw a headline this morning that says that said yes, the Jaguars coach is bad. But the owner is even worse, and I just died laughing. And it was basically about how uh, Shao Kahn has run that franchise into the ground. Who? No. Not <laughs> the guy from Mortal Kombat. Shao Kahn. Kahn. Did it
0: did it did
1: it. I used to call him <laughs> Shao Kahn on AEW rundown just to fuck around.
3: <laughs> I'm cutting my own head off here.
1: Yeah, yeah, Whoa! Some. Now you're shrinking. Like hey, you just like did the escalator? <laughs>
3: uh, hey, Sal.
1: Yeah.
0: Fuck you, Sal. Guys. <laughs> I mean,
1: I that's was gotta be Gilbert Godfrey, am I right?
0: I was hoping that's what you were talking about. Who the
1: aerosol?
0: Oh,
3: that's it. that's for Are our you Portuguese
1: listeners. <laughs> yes, <you> did. <laughs> I grew up in Sombo. I know what it's like to be swam.
3: <laughs> <at my pork laughs> <teeth. laughs> and, and now you're going to get a taste of it here. Hey, uh, so before we get into things, uh, I do want to uh, just take a moment to acknowledge um, the terrible tornadoes that ran through uh, central United States as well as the earthquake in Indonesia. Um, so for all of our fans in those areas, we hope that you are safe and, and all of your loved ones are safe. Um, and if you were impacted by it, I hope that we can at least try to put a smile on your face um, through these kind of tough times. Um, it's It was just kind of a... A bad week for Mother Nature, to say the least. So hopefully, uh, um, you know everyone is is home safe tonight.
2: And if you were, if you are in Kentucky and you were impacted with it, we're very happy to know that the government is going to do all they can to get you the relief funds, despite the fact that your politicians didn't always want to do that for other people.
3: We're just not gonna. I'm not. Gonna, I'm not gonna touch that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> No love to so, everyone there. Not a big Rand Paul guy. Anyway, go ahead. Hey, hey,
3: I know, I, I know the feeling. Uh, <laughs> I have, I, I have one of the
2: worst, one of true. the
3: worst politicians in my state. So,
2: yeah, your like, guy wants. Your guy says, just drink listerine. There you go. That's it. Yeah, that'll work. <laughs> that's all we need.
1: Hey, does anything really beat? The guy in Texas though, who like disappeared down to Mexico when all that shit was found. Cruz. Cruz. Right, yeah. I mean, come on. This is, this is, this is this is is are you are, are you
0: sensing a theme here by any chance? See, I thought I thought you were talking about the governor who, when the Omicron variant was announced in South Africa, made a tweet about the southern border.
1: Oh, I don't, no. I don't recall no, I that person. <laughs> Yeah, there's some awful people in this world, but we're not here to talk about them.
2: We're here to talk about awful people in the wrestling world.
1: (laughs) Exactly. This is a niche show.
2: (laughs) Speaking of, I'll go ahead and start
3: off with a a terrible person in the wrestling world. Uh, I do not know who the fuck this guy is, but uh, he came to light because there is a gentleman, a 39-year-old wrestler by the name of Devin Nicholson. Who is professionally known as Bloodhunter
2: uh, yeah. and Hannibal? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we're so skipping recently, right past the how are you guys doing? It's a part of the show. Was <laughs> that what we were doing? <laughs> no, <laughs> we, we, we sort of just talked about politicians, but that's fine. Go ahead.
3: All right, all right. Well, I'll, I'll stop talking to this guy.
2: No, no, I'll go. You've already introded it. Now you've ruined it. The momentum's gone. Fucking turned off the mood all lighting. Right. Luther Vandross got put on pause. It's it's fucking all over. Dude.
3: I have I have not gotten used to this, <laughs> like let's 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 talk amongst ourselves as friends thing that that you guys brought up on NXT and NAW because because on the podcast that I host we didn't do that shit so <laughs> I haven't I haven't quite bullshit. adjusted
1: yet to that. Bullshit. bullshit. You, you, you and Lisa used to shoot this shit for a little bit before yeah. you dove into uh, talking about the Bellas. That's not a wrestling show.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of of the mood, have I ever told you guys about the time I was in bed with someone and the CD changer switched over and all of a sudden Triple H's Motorhead theme started blaring out of the speakers? So so
3: you definitely started to get your groove on that, huh? (laughs) You're just like, it's (laughs) time to play the game.
2: (laughs) By the way, if I mentioned this before, baby, game is code for penis. (laughs) Yes. Which means
3: it's time to play. <laughs>
1: yeah, but then what I... happened when it went to Xbox theme?
2: <laughs> Wait, which Xbox team Are we talking X-Factor? Oh, Uncle Cracker? Uncle Cracker? <laughs> that's even better.
3: That, that's when you take it nice and slow.
2: No, that's Jason, not true. That's true.
3: Jason, you are gracing us with your presence today. You. I was fucking. Had a bit week. Of <laughs> Can't even <laughs> let me finish. The week before that, saying, you didn't invite me, but I was. I, would have I, been was, here. I was saying. Yes, I did. <laughs> I was saying you had a busy day today. Yes. Yes.
2: Yeah, it was a crazy day. For a vacation day. I actually took the day off work. Mm. Yeah, it was crazy. No, I was fine. It was a quiet day right up until. You know, late afternoon my son actually had his first middle school basketball game uh, so congrats to him making the team he was a starter so good job um, the game wasn't didn't go our way by a lot um, but <laughs> he got the first got basket got of the season he got the first basket <laughs> of the season so oh, you uh, they lived in the perimeter a lot and had a lot of trouble the guards had a lot of trouble getting the ball up and so there wasn't a lot of opportunities, and they scored sixteen points in the entire game so um but he did get the first basket, so there is that um part of the problem is he's so he's in a middle school where they have um fifth sixth, and seventh grade, so most middle schools have eighth grade his doesn't mm-hmm. in, in in our town the middle the eighth graders go to to the high school so what happens is they play all these other middle schools that have a bunch of 8th graders on their team, and they are, don't, so they're playing kids who are two uh, years older than them. So yeah,
1: that's, it's tough. That's crazy.
2: Um, so, But, you know, uh, our travel team, which I coach, is now 3-0. and We took two wins this weekend, so that was fun. Thanks.
0: Um, I love that you say they only scored 16 points, and I saw something on Facebook the other day about congratulations to the elementary basketball team who won 12 to 10. Um, <laughs> like, yeah. how long was the game? Three minutes? <laughs> no, I mean,
3: that's that's your average WNBA game. That's true. Yeah, that's true.
1: When we were that age, wasn't it? Wasn't junior high just seventh and eighth? I mean, it was for me. It was six, seven, and eight for me. Yeah. Yeah. Really?
3: Six, seven, yeah, eight, Yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: Yep,
0: six
3: seven eight
1: right. for me too. But that, I mean, they, they I do things the differently
3: in Mexico, se- though. So,
1: oh, oh. I remember they, they specifically separated by like age, though. Like nine and ten year olds played together, like eleven and twelve. Like, like, I never like,
2: went to a specific junior high. Like I went to elementary school till sixth grade, and then yeah. I went to a parochial school for seventh and eighth. Clearly, that didn't yeah. take. Um,
1: <laughs> but don't feel bad, brother. I did the same thing. <laughs>
3: All right, Sal. Yeah. you're a little high. you're a little high today, right? Uh,
1: <laughs> I, wish I, I wish I was enjoying it. No, my fucking back is killing me, man. My lower back. That's what happens when you get old. All right, sucks. Fucking sucks. No, um, it it flares up from time to time, but yeah, nothing seems to be uh, relieving the pain. So I decided to uh, increase my pain level and talk about wrestling this week.
3: Fair enough.
2: Adam, how's it going? That's too bad. Adam yeah. had a show last weekend. Awesome.
0: I was <laughs> driving home from that show at ten o'clock at night in the middle of December and it was sixty three degrees outside.
2: <laughs> which is that? Which behind the curtain. I, I texted Adam at like nine thirty, something like that, ten o'clock, like, hey, how'd the show go? Fucking twelve thirty, I'm in bed, half asleep, my phone goes off. It's Adam. Like, oh the show was pretty good. Oh, <laughs> that's the add (laughs) it's okay (laughs) it's okay gonna have to mute you for the rest of the night just in case
1: (laughs) just 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 in case case there's any
2: more to this uh, right now we'll talk tomorrow
1: but i'm I'm glad you brought that up though because there are times where i'm watching wrestling at one o'clock in the morning and i'm like should i text the group and they'll see it the next morning and i'm like Nah, I'll probably wake up half
2: So I have I have alerts turned off on my phone for the group. Like I see them when I'm on my when I pick up my phone, and they <laughs> okay. come in when I'm on they come in on my iPad. So I see them when they come in on my iPad. So if I'm using that, I'll see them. But they don't bother me when I'm. You know why? You know how what? I just got why this why this thing, and this has been my policy on the phone forever, because years and years ago, and I can tell you exactly how long ago this was, because it was the first time NXT was in the New England area, because they had run a lull the night before, and they were in Rhode Island the following night. And I took Jackson to the Rhode Island show. And as we're trying to get there, and I'm lost, my fucking GPS is on my phone. Every 30 seconds, my GPS turns off because you guys were having one of those fucking conversations where you're all going back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. And my car at the time kept stopping the GPS to fucking flash the message on the thing. <laughs> so I'm like, all right, we're going to mute that thing. So and it's just it's been that way since. My phone goes on, do not disturb as soon as I go to bed,
3: yeah, mine does as well, so anything that you guys text me, I'm not kidding,
2: yeah, when you're on call, you can't always do that unfortunately, true sure. I, I have it I have it set to ring if if a phone call comes in because
0: nobody's gonna right. call me unless it's an emergency,
2: yeah, I have my email alerts turned off and I turn off like Facebook messenger alerts every night Because like because. The I told my boss I'm like, if anything me, really good. happens and you fucking need me, call me. Because a text messages don't usually wake me up, and my email's are turned off. So,
0: Because the only the only person who would call me is in bed next to me,
2: and she's she is not gonna call me. So, I'll call you. Only if you do the Ken voice. Hey <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Adam, I'll give you a call. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: Oh says Astr- okay. were, we're boring. Well, I apologize. <laughs> boring, that. We're boring old men. All right, let's well, get to the guy stabbing the I, other guy for it.
3: All right, all right, all right. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so at a, a show called the Christmas Star Wars series, uh, hosted by World Class Pro Wrestling, they booked a gentleman by the name of Hannibal, and uh, one of their referees was a gentleman by the name of Lando del Toro. Uh, I don't know if that's a shoot name or not. Is it related to
0: Benicio? Is a guy named Lando <laughs> at a Star Wars show?
3: It's weird, isn't it? Uh, so, uh, at the end of the match, uh, the masked wrestler known as Hannibal proceeds to take a gold-painted spike and start stabbing this referee in the fucking head. Mm-hmm. Uh, so... Um, let me find where it is. Okay, so here's what Del Toro has to say about it. Um, so he, he's he been away from wrestling for a little bit uh, because his wife actually passed away in July. But he says, with Christmas coming up, I needed money, so I decided that I would go ahead and work the show. Um, now, he is a, uh, a veteran, a combat veteran. Uh, and he says that the incident did trigger his PTSD, which is not great. But what he says is, um, I was paid $75 for the night and asked for an additional $125 after my hospitalization, um, which is probably more than he would have made if he refereed Dark. Uh, so the agreement was is that um, after the match, Hannibal was going to hit him in the head with a spike and then he would fall down and blade himself now why in the world you would ever agree to slice your own fucking forehead up for $75
2: <laughs>
3: whatever that's on you bro a um, one
2: for
3: less. I'm sure you have uh, so Del Toro says um, the preferred blading uh, requires aspirin a shot of whiskey and a lot of sweat and since he hadn't been working yet at that night he wasn't sweating so he says the plan was um to go down blade and then roll out and just wobble off Uh, but he says i didn't blade hard enough for his liking so after that because he didn't blade well enough for it Blood Hunter decided to grab the spike and start repeatedly stabbing the student in the head. Now, if you have seen this video, um, you know what I'm talking about. Um, if you have not seen this video, I would not suggest looking for it. Yeah, is <laughs> no. it is not fun. I haven't yeah. seen the video. Uh, I've
0: seen the
2: pictures of the guy. Yeah, in the hospital bed after. Yeah. Yeah. So he
3: required nine staples in his head. Um, And he had to have surgery to um, reattach an artery that was severed. Mm -hmm. Um, He has since had to go back to the hospital because um, of some blood poisoning caused by the paint from the spike that was dug into his head. So he's had even more hospitalization after this. Um, So Nicholson was uh, banned from the promotion. And yeah, so there is a GoFundMe to help out with Del Toro's medical bills, um, which he was able to, uh, raise about, well, thank you, uh, Daily Beast for putting up a paywall right when I was about to read how much (laughs) the guy had made so far, um, He looks like he had made about $4,700 off of that so far. Um, yeah. So, (laughs) of course, Hannibal says that the ref was hired to bleed.
0: I was just going to say, did you see his statement? Uh,
3: sure. He was hired to bleed. You were not hired to try to murder somebody though. (laughs) Don't believe that was part of the agreement. Um, now I'm I'm not somebody who's ever uh, stepped foot in a wrestling ring or even come close to working for anything, uh, but the two of, uh, two of you guys have. Um, so uh, I would like to hear your thoughts on this whole incident, uh, Jason.
2: Um, <sighs> it's it's so hard trying to like normalize a discussion like this because it's such an unnormal thing. Like, yeah. the idea, like, oh, well, yeah, it's normal. You just go and fucking blade yourself for a spot and you know, cut yourself open and bleed on purpose. And, like, trying to put that into context where it makes sense in this, it's just, it's hard to do, you know what I mean? Um, because it doesn't resonate or, or people can't really relate to that. Um, that said, this guy was clearly an asshole who took liberties with... This mm-hmm. referee, um, you know, I, I wish I could say I haven't ever seen that before. I wish I could say I've never been privy to discussions of guys saying they're going to go out there and hurt somebody because they don't like them or they said something they didn't like. Or, unfortunately, that's sort of the shitty part of the business, and that does tend to exist. Um, you know, it, it's sort of. I don't want to. I, I... I, I hate sort of blaming anything because there are, you know, really great guys who are parts of this, but sort of that deathmatch culture lends itself to this type of idea. Like, I, well, you're supposed to bleed, so fuck it if he doesn't. If it, if the blade doesn't work, I'm going to fucking do it hard way. Like, that's assault. Like, even, I don't care what the concept of the show was, you, that that at that point, you're against his will, you've just fucking assaulted him. Uh-huh. Um, so... We've talked a lot in the past, like, the the way this business works and the only way it really continues to work, if the guys go out there and they trust each other and they're putting their well-being and their livelihoods in each other's hands and people like this who take liberties and, and really injure people without consent, um, A, give the business a really bad name, are the lowest common denominator of the business, and have no business being part of the business. Hmm. Yeah
0: um did you Joe uh, did you see them the, the story about his YouTube video did he his his response video that he put out
3: no i just I just saw the one comment about it yeah
0: so in know. in in the video he say, he says that uh because it was TMZ that broke the story I guess he says that they never reached out to him somebody from TMz posted screenshots on Twitter saying yeah, we fucking did <laughs> um he also says that uh the the statement from the the world-class revolution guy saying that they will not be associated with him any further after this is bullshit. Cause he quit, he quit uh, working for them before they put out that statement or, you know, and then also tries to blame the mask itself saying that he mm. couldn't see, he couldn't see what, where exactly what he was doing because of the mesh over the eyes and the mask, uh, claims he wasn't given the prop, the, the spike until he got it from the referee in the ring. You'd, you'd think you'd, uh, don't want to, you know, inspect a tool like that before you go out and jam it repeatedly into somebody's head. Uh, blames the other referees for not breaking it up in a timely manner, like they were supposed to do. It's everybody's fault, but his. Exactly, it's a whole bunch of just fucking cover your ass <laughs> bullshit. That's uh, obviously exactly that. Just, it's, it's not my fault. It's everybody else's
1: fault. Uh, it, it, it's kind of. It, it, <sighs> I was just going to say, it's kind of interesting that he took that route of, of blaming everybody else, because to me, I didn't see the video.
0: <laughs> unsurprisingly, just, unsurprisingly, the video is no longer available on his video response. It's uh, no longer available on YouTube.
1: Yeah, um, I'm just hearing about this now, like the details. So, to me, this is exactly what New Jack did that time, where he took a fork and stabbed somebody like 65 times. Like, dude, that's not only assault, that's assault with a deadly weapon, dude. Like, what the fuck? Uh-huh. Um. Yeah, that's not okay. I, I, I'm surprised he's not facing criminal charges. Yeah, he, also, want,
0: he also blames the referee himself, the Lando fellow himself, for not giving him a proper response to let him know that he was actually hurting him.
1: Uh, I, don't, I think it's all bullshit.
3: <laughs> well, of course it was. But Bottom line is, the spot was, you hit me with a spike, I bleed, roll out, and walk away. The spot was not, repeatedly jab me in the face with a spike. Like, Big Hayes got fired because he kicked a uh, a person that they had brought in, and that was not part of the, the agreement that they had with him, you know? So it's it's okay if you want to go off script if you talk to everyone involved beforehand. Repeatedly jabbed yeah,
2: jab me in the face with a spike was also the name of Sonny's next movie, but... No. <laughs> He said, quote, with the spike, when I was using it, if you
0: watch the video, the top part of the spike, and I do have a picture of it, is sticking out of the top of my hand, and I'm spiking them in the forehead. The bottom part of my hand is what I thought was covering the spike part of the spike, so I thought my fatty part of my hand was hitting it. He gave no indication to me, and you people can watch the footage, zero indication to me in the ring that he wasn't just selling and wasn't legitimately hurt. He never said stop. He never said no.
3: But if he said stop or said no, would it have not just been him
2: selling but you need like also, a It's, kind of hard to it's important to have a safe word, boys and girls. Yes. Yeah. yeah.
3: Fidelio. Uh, <laughs> well, he's a he's a Star Wars fan, so it would have been something like Meteorians. <laughs> no, nothing. All right. Well, I okay, enjoyed it. Okay. <laughs> hey, Sal. Thanks. Uh, thanks for no selling me. You're welcome.
0: I thought Sal um, was frozen. Actually, that's he was fuck you Sal. <laughs> I think Troy has
2: a new favorite soundbite.
0: Uh Probably.
2: Bruno. It
3: wasn't working, and, it, and it, so it didn't. It didn't hit with as,
0: as much. Uh, it still. It it works, trust me. Okay, fair enough.
3: Thank
2: you, thank you, Bruno. That's Doctor Bruno Tomas PhD Doc, soon, soon to be. That's
0: a, right. Soon to be. Dude. All right, uh, Adam.
2: Uh, yeah.
3: What's uh, what happened this week in wrestling that you want to talk about?
1: There's no news.
3: We just this is, covered something. Is, this is what <laughs> happens
2: when you're when you're late for the show, Sal. So. All right, all right, all right, all right. All right, pull back the. <laughs> oh. There you go. All right, all right pull, pull back the, pull back the curtain. We discussed this before the show. It's sort of pointless to do a news segment when we sort of discuss all the news stuff as the body of the show. Oh,
1: yeah, I we're agree. Not, yeah, so we're okay. just
2: gonna discuss things as we go.
3: Look, I understand you take a very Alan Iverson approach to this podcast, and you don't think that you have to be in any of the pre-game meetings. But <laughs> we do talk about important things sometimes. I don't. We, talk about, just, uh, we talk about pre-stream. We talk about pre-stream here, <laughs> not not the show. Not the show.
2: We're talking about pre stream. Good news is you can't get that... pregnant off of pre-stream.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I was getting to that joke.
0: Um What do we think of uh, what do we think about about Punk's little one week heel turn in Long Island? Oh,
2: oh my god. That was on my list. Uh, all right, go ahead. You can start. My chief my chief question about that promo
0: is how many times in one promo can we make the same joke about the new york islanders
2: oh
0: boy hey they haven't won did you hear they haven't won because they haven't won they haven't won did you know they haven't won because they haven't won who who had
3: uh cm punk cuts a your sports team is bad promo in 2021 on their bingo
2: (laughs) card just piss poor and cheap heat and oh by the way um are you sure that that's their guy because i'm not sure you ask them often enough if that's your guy
1: I is was that literally guy? just thinking that. Is that, is oh, that your guy? That's, that's your guy. That's
0: your guy? And then Max uh, Caster made the Islanders joke as well in his little rap. Like, how many fucking times in one night can you can you say that the Islanders... Yeah, I think at a
2: certain point, Max Caster has to listen to that first segment and go, well, yep, yeah, probably shouldn't make that joke. I'll find something <laughs> else. But then again, once Max Caster gets it approved, he probably can't change it. Cause, <laughs> you know. Not at this okay. point. Yeah. Um I was actually, so we've talked about diminishing returns with CM Punk. Sal, you and I, before Punk returned, had a long, very spirited debate in which I pointed out CM Punk flounders when he doesn't have a strong sort of anti-authority figure or authority figure to go against. When it's just him and other wrestlers, he struggles to be as edgy and as. You know, I I feel like I'm being vindicated on that take at this point. I think this was I, as cringy a promo as I've seen CM Punk do in a long, long time. I got this kind was, of
0: excited back
2: because I was like, Oh kind of a little heel punk, dude, a little heel punk. I was a little
0: chambery pace. And then they came out and he comes out with this, and I'm like, Oh, that's oh.
1: No. So No thank you. This felt very when Austin would be in Canada in ninety seven. And, like, Brett was the face, and, like, Austin and, and Shawn Michaels... No, because
2: those were good.
1: No, 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 no. I, no, I'm saying, like, the, the vibe.
2: But oh, yeah, and that's is, fine.
1: But, yeah, I guess, but... First of all, as You know, t- you know point, Toronto was bizarro world. No, but here's the thing. MJF didn't come out there playing babyface after the promo. When we get to the match, MJF came out there still being a shit heel So... Now it makes Punk's promo make even less sense because there was no reason for Punk to play heel in this in this exchange. And, and
2: M- MJF is pretty much the only time that crowd got loud anyway. So right,
1: but and, and the other thing is Punk's promo and this I honestly have not seen this yet in AEW until this promo. It was a bunch of rambling nonsense. It was like the later days of. The oh, hold here. on,
2: hold on, hold on, hold on. When you say you We're haven't not... seen this before, and it was a bunch of rambling <laughs> nonsense, you do not remember some of those John Moxley, Eddie Kingston promos.
1: <laughs> I you didn't. since
3: he you, came back. You did not remember later in the night when Cody Rhodes said the same thing. <laughs> <Literally> <laughs> oh, just for
2: Punk. Cure racism. For Punk, it was easy when he started. It was just I got to say a couple. of... I, I gotta do Fed Bad. I gotta talk about how I'm back and this place is better than everything else. But now he's gotta go off and actually. And I'll tell you what, the first promo battle, I didn't think Punk brought anything special to. I think MJF with had Kingston? the
1: best. in oh, No, the no, first with MJF. One MJF. Oh, oh, yeah. oh,
2: okay. I think MJF carried that too. Um, I liked
1: I like the first promo battle. I, I, you know, I didn't think it was the best promo ever, but I thought it was good.
2: No, it was it was a lot of anti WWE stuff and it was a lot of WWE references, but whatever, it was what it was. Um, but it was mostly MJF. MJF yeah. had all the best parts of that promo. Um, <clears throat> Punk had one good line when he said that you disappointed me because I shut you up without saying a word. That was the only good part Punk brought to that, really. Um, but the rest of it's like. I just haven't been engaged in a CM Punk thing pretty much since the Eddie Kingston promo. I was into the Eddie Kingston promo battle. I thought that was great. Yep. And then since then, I haven't seen I haven't been compelled by anything he's done.
1: Well, it was literally after the match cuz that's when he started this feud with MJF. So,
2: and again, even that was mostly yeah. Kingston.
1: Well, yeah, but the way they played off each other, I enjoyed that yeah. dynamic. Yeah,
2: but most of the best parts of that were Kingston.
1: So, uh, I guess they're going to be fighting, are they fighting this week? Uh, no, because no,
2: MJF in... has to fight for the Dynamite
1: Diamond Ring that okay. he never lost, but still has to defend it, because he had to win the battle. Talk about convoluted. Um, Booker of the year. <laughs>
2: yeah, let's talk about the other guy in that match in a minute.
1: I forget who's in that match. Hold on, hold on. It's MJF versus... I... Oh him!
2: Oh God! Yeah. Let's talk about. We'll we'll discuss Booker of the Year again in a minute. I
0: thought well, I saw. Can... Sonny, I thought I saw Sonny Kiss in the Battle Royal, and I realized it was just Leo Rush. Oh.
2: Might have been Jay Lethal. He wasn't in there very long either. <laughs>
1: no. What a
2: minute forty-seven.
1: You know, it's weird, though, with Lethal, because if they were pushing him to the moon, we'd be like, really, that guy with his record? But then
2: don't bring him in and make a big deal about it on your in. fucking pay-per-view.
1: Yeah, then don't bring him in at all, exactly. No, I agree. It, it is typical. It's it's become old hat with AEW. That's what they do. They bring someone in, they hype them up, they have this debut, and then yeah, see
3: ya. The, the issue with um the african-american workers in aw has never been that like
1: oh they're <laughs> not they're they're not what
2: how do we get here from cm punk
1: <laughs> but okay because we're, well, we're talking about um lethal well yeah. no,
2: obviously we were on cm punk and mjf two of the whitest guys in the company and now we're on like, like <laughs>
1: well because we could talk about the battle royal no no MJF. It was, uh, it's fine no the go royal ahead yeah. it's
2: a free flow here it's funny. Yeah, of course. No, See, this, this I'm is sure the we'll
3: issue, though. Is a, yeah, there's, there's, there's a huge difference between pushing one black guy just to sort of check all the boxes and not pushing the really talented black guys that you have for no reason. And that's what AEW is falling into, is not pushing the black guys for no fucking reason. Now, are they... Being all inclusive and treating all of their new signings pretty much the exact same way, yeah, kinda. Cause Tony Nice is right on dark, and you I'm gonna know,
1: say Tony Nese they leave the year.
3: <laughs> yeah, they like uh, most of their people that they sign proceed to turn around and get relegated. Like Ruby Soho is back on fucking dark again, you know. But yeah, the issue is is the fact that like they now have a lot of really talented black guys, and then they just don't use them. And like there are guys that you look at and you go. Why the fuck is QT Marshall getting a match on the show instead of Leo Rush or, you Scorpio know, or Sky. Jay Lethal or Scorpio Sky or any of or Lee, Mar- Lee Even, Johnson, um, Lee Moriarty? Those are all really talented black guys that you could start pushing. You could be putting them in a position now like Darius Martin. Sure, sure. That's something now we're starting with that. But he's been starting to stop, too, you know, because we cause, Dante, Dante Martin. Sorry, Dante Martin, my bad. it's like, and then this whole thing disappeared. Yeah, but then the nonsensical storyline that we've got going on right now with Darius D'Este Martin is like, oh, he's a heel now, he's a face, now he's a heel, now he's a face, like.
2: Literally, in this, in this, so one week, Taz offers him a contract. He turns it down. Stays with Leo Rush. Then they go to a boardroom. He signs a contract to join Team Taz. First match with Team Taz, he turns on Team Taz. Now he's like and and his his turn on team Taz was the most fucking like he pulled off an armband off camera yeah that was how he turned on team Taz
1: the it's funny about bringing this up but the the stands will tell you it's good storytelling it's not there was no reason and no build for Dante to sign the contract so that came completely out of left field.
0: Don't forget he then, turned on Matt Seidel to sign with Leo Rush,
1: right? And then there was no build for him to turn on, on Team Taz. Like we hadn't even gone there yet. He was healed for about like ten minutes. Like, that that was that whole angle has been turned into trash. Like,
3: and then you have Ricky Starks on Twitter being like, "I didn't turn. I didn't, I didn't. I didn't attack my teammate." And I was like, "What are you doing right now, dude?" <laughs> he's <laughs> like,
1: making it even worse. He's making it. Even yeah. worse. Nobody knows the direction of. of Poor Will Hobbs. You want to talk about a talented African American? dude? that dude yep. will get matches, and he does pretty good. Like, I don't know if he's hurt. I, I have no idea if there's like he's an not. injury because AEW won't tell you. But oh. that dude gets on the show like once every two months. I don't get it.
2: <laughs> and again,
3: and that's where you you look at it as there's he's this huge fucking dude. He's intimidating hell. He had a great story, too. Like, that's how he got signed in the first place. You know, he had this whole story where it was like, here's Will Hobbs. He's gone through so much shit. And then they turned him heel and joined him up with Sal's team. And it was just like, then they, then they just, like, forgot that he existed. And it's like, say what you will, but if that dude was in WWE, he'd be pushed pretty fucking heavily. Yes, I am.
0: They've been in the ring with Sting, so they're one of the hottest factions in the company. <laughs>
3: That's true. Yeah. Tell tell me again how how AEW treats veterans so much better than WWE does. I don't
1: know what you're talking about. That Brian Cage, Will Hobbs 30-minute banger at the pay-per-view, that was a great... Oh, wait.
2: Yeah. <laughs> All right, so, so let's... I'm just trying let's... to figure out what I did to piss off Astro over here, but okay.
1: Um, she <laughs> doesn't so- like us, except for me. But you know, um, she definitely doesn't like well, Troy.
0: That's well, always. you know that's
3: nobody. That's does.
1: just that's part for the course of this podcast. But anyway, she's, Every, also everyone,
0: she's also apparently a bit vodka drunk right now.
3: Yeah, Every, everyone's oh. been everyone's been digging into me today, so that's fine. She can she can take her shots down. Uh, let's apparently she us Yeah, so let's <laughs> let's uh, let's be like AEW and forget about the black people right now, and let's talk. <laughs> let's let's circle back around and talk about the CM Punk thing uh, because. Uh, yes, to to Jason's point, it's it, it, sometimes like uh, I relate it to like in movies where you've got like a a movie where like the the main character and it has like this big fucking bad guy they got to go against, and then they then they take that bad guy out and then they do a sequel and you're like oh, this isn't the same. And it's like, well, that that's because they didn't have that bad guy <laughs> from the the first one anymore, and that's kind of like, that's kind of like what the CM Punk thing is. It's like he doesn't have WWE, he doesn't have Vince McMahon, and he's that he's that dude who's just like, well, oh, nobody respects me. It's like everybody in this company respects you, dude. What are you talking about? Like they like, do you not hear the the fans? And like Tony Khan is like literally waiting there, gaping his asshole, waiting for you to get back into into Cody position. And yeah, so it's like, yeah, he, if if Tony Khan was like, fuck that guy, I don't know why I even I even signed him. At least then that, that'd be something. But that's mm-hmm. not what he has. He's he's literally like, yeah, and fuck these establishments. Like the establishment. Like the establishment loves you, dude. What's what do you talk about? Like you're on all the posters and. And you're on every week, even though nobody wants to hear you talk every week, but you're doing it anyways.
1: And wrestle every week, which is talk about, oh my god, talk about law diminishing returns. Like it's just, dude, you should not be wrestling every fucking week. It's not like you're going out there, like putting on wrestling matches like you were in 2005 either. Like this is very big. You do a power slam like three times now, like in a row. Like that's supposed to be some big pop. Like I, it's, uh,
3: this is... yeah. but you know what? You know what? Though I mean, just just look at the way the WWE treats treats Edge. I mean, they have him working every week. He's out there working on Humberto Carrillo. Oh wait,
1: he's no, not. Shinsuke.
3: Uh, he's not. Well, Shinsuke is a is a normal worker.
1: Yes, uh, CM normal, Punk is so, a normal champion in the tag team. But that, that's neither here nor there. Um, that is that is absolutely nothing to do with what we were talking about. Uh, no, so, I know, I know, I know. So, just not like taking a shot. Um, okay, well,
3: thanks for derailing everything. Oh, and by the way...
1: Fuck you, know. Sal. It won't... Uh, fuck you, Sal. Say, fuck See, fuck you, Sal. See? too right. much of a...
2: He's not... <laughs> he's
3: not
1: <laughs> Austrian. Racist.
2: So, so just to clear things up for Astro, because I have no hostility towards Astro. Oh, boy. Uh, to answer the question... At some point and perhaps I'm misreading this, perhaps you weren't talking to me, but at one point in the chat you said spirited debate is Jason's code word for being a dick and jerking himself off at the same time. So that was what I meant by clearly I did something to upset you. Okay,
3: and, <laughs> and, and I will and I will clear it up that Astro doesn't like it ever when we have the spirit of debate. <laughs> so
0: And vodka
3: yes <laughs> to, each, to each their own you know we yeah you know to each their own we get different things um okay so um i guess we don't have anything else to say about cm punk um i should i should probably mention um that this is actually going to be our last normal episode of the year um because next week we will be doing the Runnies. Um, which yes, you broke me down. I am. I'm actually calling it that again. <laughs> um, <laughs> so you you can go to rundownwrestling.com. You can put in your picks for for the runnies. I will. Read them off on air with every single one of the categories that we go through. Uh, it's an extensive list, but it's it's going to be fun. And it's all in fun. And if you don't have an answer to something, just make me put anything you want me to say. I will literally say whatever is on there. Don't care. But, uh, yeah, so um, once we do that next week, um, then we're going to be taking a little time off for the holidays and to kind of, you know, re uh, rejuice our assholes a little bit, too. And then uh, yeah, we're gonna be we'll be back again next year for some great rundown content. But we got more of this show to go. So, Sal, yes, what grabbed you by the nutsack this week in wrestling?
1: Um, we can stay with AEW for a second. Um, Do we though? The Daniel Bryan was in the main event against uh, John Silver. Um, Excuse me. Brian Bryanson. Brian Bryanson was against Johnny Hungy, and it, you know I thought I thought the post match was decent because it, it it got Hangman out there, um, but now now we've gotten to the point where all right, it. it on Wednesday it's going to be Wangman versus Brian Bryanson. Yeah. It, and do they pin Brian here? Do they have him just get pinned with the Buckshot Lariat? Do they do? They can't do another. Time limit draw. So I'm interested to see Watch. how they get out of this, so to speak. Watch
2: them do the title change. You think they will? Tell They'll you, take it, it off of storyline.
1: Watch. You know, it's funny though, because as many people will like, you know, the stands that will praise AEW, I'll be pissed if the Hangman loses it in his first defense. I don't give a fuck if it's going on, Brian. I would be so fucking mad if they're not going to give Hangman a serious run.
3: That's always a an, uh, possibility, um, and but I now me personally, I don't think we're going to that yet. There yet, I think that this is going to be um, one of one of four um, countouts or or fuck finishes of the do per year in AEW, because um, I just don't know that I see it. But you know,
0: anything can happen. So you know, can you imagine them. Using all of this long term storytelling <laughs> for Hangman to be a transitional champion.
1: Ooh. I mean, it won't it's a, definitely a bad luck. Especially it's very TNA too to just take the title and put it on the WWE guy and come <laughs> up and have sign him. So
0: Christian Cage Who? What's that? A dude
1: uh, now, the other thing is, though, you got to be careful, because if you start getting into silliness and you do like a the stupid German suplex spot where both like all four shoulders are pinned, I don't think yeah. people are going to love that either.
3: Well, you just know? remember, AEW doesn't care about making new fans and they don't need to. Oh, so that's true. They're
1: fine. Sure <laughs> they, they definitely have kept every single fan that first tuned in on that first episode. For sure, man. It's not like they man. lost half of them.
3: Hey, you haven't lost anybody. Those people are just on the west coast and don't count any more towards towards the numbers.
1: Sure.
3: Jesus what are you thinking else?
1: about about the Brian Brianson thing?
2: Uh, first off, I think uh, they failed in having that be the main event of the show. Um, okay. That is that is not a main event match.
1: Like, yeah, oh yeah, no, I agree with that. And
2: and the fact that it is is sort of like. I don't know. That's like to me the WWE equivalent of a main event match, like like main event the show, not main events. Raw, you know what I mean? Right. Um. So I guess whatever floats people's boats. I understand he's a hometown guy and everything, and that's
1: fine. Yeah, but um, that's not the first time they've done that with the hometown guy. And no, and I, that- I
2: just I think it's, it's you know
1: meh. it's a little boring. They did that even um with Ten I think when Ten fought for the TNT title yeah. they had him main event that show. Yeah,
2: yeah. Um, but, yeah, I, I listen, I I, I think Hangman's going to win. I don't think they're going to take the title off him that quick, but I know that if they do, it will have all been part of this long-term storytelling master plan <laughs> that they've got going on. So it doesn't but, – but this is sort of the beauty of AEW, at least from their perspective, is that they're playing with house money because whatever they do, their fans are going to – create a narrative that makes it not stupid or shitty or anything. So they can pretty like much get their, away... Like they like they named their one live event. The house always wins. Huh. They can pretty much get away at this point with doing whatever they want because none of their fans will hold them accountable for anything. No. So it is what it is. Now, if I'm sitting here saying my money here is that there shouldn't even be Danielson in this match, it should be Adam, Adam Cole and hopefully that's where we go after this. I don't know what you do with... And it's AEW and the way they randomly do stuff. It wouldn't shock me if Daniel Bryan's a freaking face again after this. So right. who knows? Um, no. But yeah, if I'm putting money on it, I'm picking Paige to win.
3: We are starting to have that issue with AEW of people just suddenly having surprise heel and face turns out of the blue. And it's not good. And it's just so that they can they can have the alignments go up against each other. Yep. And that was the that was the issue that has always been a case with WWE. It's like, oh, they, they'll they tend to just turn somebody even though there's nothing building up to or anything like that just because that's they that. want to have heel versus face.
0: Yeah. You, you
3: sign the big show and it all goes to shit. Yeah, you know, he's, he's one of the bookers, right?
1: Oh, I mean, to be fair, they just did that with Owens. They need a challenger for Big E. Oh, turn Owens heel, you know? But then mm-hmm. that's the thing. We've been told, not just by the stands, but we've been told by so many people that AEW is different. What makes them different? They're doing the same fucking storylines, but they're doing them shittier. <laughs> so it's, it's fucked up, man. I enjoy the product, and there's a lot of really good wrestlers over there, but there's a lot of times after these segments on Dynamite where I'm just like, what the fuck?
0: On the, and, uh, on the Kevin Owens front, Jason,
1: after mm-hmm. your
0: comments from last week, what did you think about how uh, Bobby Lashley made his way into the Fatal Four Way? They one?
2: Okay, so this is one of my uh, one of my items that I had pulled aside too, because um,
3: it's one of your bands.
2: Typical WWE <laughs> to set up a spot where all three guys in the pay per view main event lose before the match, and oh, by the way, the fucking WWE champion has lost two times in three weeks because Biggie's special, and that doesn't even include the loss to Roman at the pay per view. So. Why so do I care about this match if everyone in it is a loser? Hmm. They I... just so freely and willingly beat their top guys. It's so insane. And again, that's something I will give AEW credit for. They, for the most part, protect their top guys from that stuff. And and you can sit here and tell me all of that. And I know we had a whole... I I hesitate to even mention it because of where it went last time, but I know we had this whole thing about oh, Kenny Omega shouldn't be going, you know, that competitive with Alan Angels, whatever. Kenny Omega won the match. Right. Kenny Omega went two years without losing until he put over the guy who beat him, pretty much.
1: So speaking of head scratching things on wrestling this week, um when when Adam Page I'm sorry, Adam Pierce and Sonya Deville came out and they said um you know, Bobby, you're right. You should be added to the match. I thought they were going to say, well, KO, since you just got added to this match, and this was supposed to be a one-on-one, you know, if if Bobby can beat you, KO, then he'll be in the match. That's as far as I thought that was going to go. Like, and even then, I'm like, oh, well, I'm not surprised they're going to make Owens take another loss. That's fine. It's not fine, but that, that makes sense.
2: Especially if he's on his way out.
1: Yeah. Nowhere in my mind did I think we're gonna pin him, we're gonna pin Seth, and we're gonna pin
0: Biggie. <laughs> what? The, worst one it, the worst part about it to me was they did all that they do that shit at the beginning, and yeah. then Kevin Owens comes up with the perfect plan and attacks Seth to get Seth disqualified or to get Bobby disqualified, so if Seth wins his match and Bobby's not in 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 the match at day one, and then they just come back out and go, Ah, oh, it's uh, it's no DQ now. Yeah, right he now. literally
2: you so up he, like that. Okay, so two things. First off, Astro, Western Sun, watermelon flavored vodka and Sprite. You'll thank me later. Secondly, um <laughs> as we're talking about Adam Pearce and Sonia Deville coming out, it reminds me and makes me flash back to Smackdown. Did you guys catch the segment where Drew McIntyre went to Adam Pearce's office and jammed his sword? I was just going to say Adam Pierce yep. got himself a desk
0: just so Drew McIntyre could shove his
2: sword. And in. that was that was sort of the headline of that segment. But the thing that stood out to me that I don't know how many of you caught was that Adam Pierce told Drew the decision to exclude him from the Battle Royal came from the higher authority.
1: Yes. Yep. What the fuck are we doing? It was me, Austin. It was me all along. <laughs> I was going to say that higher authority I... is sitting backstage having pancakes with Austin Theory.
2: I, I don't games, know what their would plan say, is for the quote-unquote higher theory, but... I would, say,
0: I would say it's time to play the game, but we know he's dead.
1: Yeah, that's true. Uh, Troy I, missed that joke, and he made that same joke last week.
0: That's okay.
3: Higher, uh, higher theory, I like that. Does that mean that Riddle's going to team up with
2: him then? <laughs> Maybe. You mean the shaman?
1: The shaman that was yeah. actually great. I did. I did watch that segment from NXT, and I really enjoyed that.
2: I told you guys the payoff was not pre- not was bad funny. at that. That yeah, was. That was good.
1: And I and did he was like, back on with them this week, but they brought it up on Raw too, like yeah. in the very beginning. He was like, "Dude, bro, we could be shamans to people." And he's like, "Stop the look. <laughs> <laughs> But then also, again, fucking Riddle got pil- pinned this week clean.
2: But he got pinned too. Yeah. <laughs> Also, well, you so can't
1: have Randy
0: take that loss.
1: So it's going to be
0: so it's going to be a tables match at day one.
2: It seems that way, right? <laughs> what the fuck? I did not mean, know. They've
3: been good. down since day one-ish.
0: Oh, it was-ish, all
2: right. I mean, I don't think <laughs> either one of them's in the match at day one because the other two teams are in the finals of the Broniment, right?
1: What is the Bronimant matter? We already had a match to determine the best tag team of all time. It's the Streets Profits
2: and uh who's the other team? It's uh Oh, Dominic
1: and Ray, right? Oh, I thought it was Rude and Ziggler. No, you're right, it's Dominic and Ray. Um yeah, why did we have to have a match for the best team in WWE? Because
3: they're the best team in WWE. Don't you want to see them?
1: the team that won isn't the champ on either show.
3: <laughs> well, Galizan Anderson won a fucking tournament to be the know. best team ever, and, <laughs> and then they got fired.
1: True. That's true. Yeah, I don't know why they they felt the need to have a triple threat tag match made event SmackDown this week. Didn't make much sense. SmackDown so in general I, didn't I make, don't but,
0: even remember that happening.
1: <laughs> like, the whole thing with Brock and Heyman was okay, but, like, now Roman's going to be bad because Brock said that Heyman's his advocate again. Oh, like, the, just... the,
2: the, the Brock, Sammy, Heyman stuff was fantastic for me. I loved every second of that. I like Brock in his overalls.
1: <laughs> that was amazing. <laughs> Yeah. Um uh, no, I like the I liked the segment two Canadian alpha males. What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> no, I did like the segment. I just didn't care for the um like the aftermath of it where it was like Oh no, what's Roman gonna say well, I, about no, see, you're the see, advocate? I,
2: I loved that for a very specific reason. Because Heyman got out there and got in the moment and started doing the you know Undisputed, undefeated, soon to be reigning, defending. Almost like he just like lapsed into. Yeah, we learned what with Brock's phrases. Without yes. realizing what he was doing. And then when somebody pointed out what he did and how Roman would react, he went, oh, fuck. And then Brock beat the shit out of nurses. Yeah.
1: And Sammy. Because you
2: can't be a man and be manly and be a nurse. Because, you know, God forbid. Because, you know, Vince yeah that's a woman's job right exactly. <laughs> that's what they're saying back there um so i i mean i loved i to me give me all the sammy and brock lesnar together because it's pretty great. i'm here for it it's it's fantastic no, it's, it i said great. it last week i'll say it again why the hell do we not have brock lesnar on the microphone every time he's been here if this he is well, what we can get fantastic.
3: Oh. It's it's literally gotten to the point where they're just like, we know he can't run a promo, but you know what? It's fucking gold at this point, so let's just keep <laughs> letting him do it.
0: <laughs> and he named the moose Pierce. Yes.
1: <laughs> oh no! See, that was great. That part I liked when he was backstage at NPS and he just went into that whole story, and and Pearce was like shit in his pants. I, I dug that. <laughs> I'm trying to think of anything else happened on SmackDown.
0: Uh, I have
2: I literally have no notes from SmackDown. <sighs>
1: oh, from SmackDown,
2: uh, other than Sammy and Brock, no, not really.
1: Yeah, not really, right? Yeah. Oh, what did you guys think of the Becky Lynch live promo from Raw?
2: So that's on my list too.
1: Okay, well, go ahead then. What did you, um, you start us off?
2: I felt like Liv took a step back this week yeah. from the promo she had the week before. It felt a lot more like she was reading off a script and at times was struggling to remember the lines. Mm. Uh, she allowed the crowd to you know, derail <clears throat> her a lot more. Um, so I, I wasn't as big a fan. And then the whole... Okay, so... You all right, Troy? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then... We get this whole thing, because this is becoming a new trend. The whole my arm is stuck in the stairs thing is uh, like watching that. a porno where the stepsister gets stuck in the dryer. It's, it's really <laughs>
3: like...
0: It's, it's we'll stairs. Right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, stepstairs, I, like, what are you doing? Like, Why do you need to take my pants off? <laughs>
2: Maybe if we just undid your bra.
1: Um,
2: (laughs) No, but, like, they get that we're not so stupid to realize, like, you can see the giant gap of area between where the fucking ring and the stairs are, and that her arm can come out at any time she wants it to, right? They don't really think we're that stupid, do they?
3: It's just, it's become another overused trope. Yep. That's, That's all it is.
0: And they got rid of the TLC pay-per-view, so how are we going to get the blow-off stairs match between Becky and Liv? They'll
1: just make a TLC match at day one. <laughs> Would it really surprise you? <laughs> uh, no, I agree, Jason. It, 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 this one felt like Liv was trying to remember her lines. Uh, I did not like this exchange at all.
3: I don't know. Nothing really beat uh, Becky Lynch slipping and falling her ass. Cut. I was going to say yeah. that too. <laughs> There's a fucking fly that's like high off his ass that it keeps fucking like flopping all over the place on my feet. <laughs> what? Do you ever see the fly like all, get all fucking crazy and like roll around like Sunny?
1: Treat it like no? you dig, man. Just give it a whack. Okay, well. <laughs>
0: KT says, I had Nia Jackson, Mercedes Martinez flashbacks when Zaya Lee kicked Sonya Deville.
1: <laughs> oh, I... D- I... Yeah. I
3: I did want to mention that. I actually dug the what they did with Xylee's entrance. The entrance like the, was good? Yeah. yeah. Everything else yeah. after that's terrible, but the entrance was good.
2: <laughs>
1: uh, entrance her was her new gear surprising. I liked. Yeah. I was like, oh shit, they put money into her entrance. Okay.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Then again they put money into Cross's entrance.
3: They didn't put much money into Cross's entrance. <laughs> they they bought a GIMP mask dude, which probably was like in Triple H's looking bedroom, so
2: I mean, uh, chat at the chat here is very spirited, so...
3: You know, um, that's what happens my, when you... <laughs> Good.
2: Apparently, my previous message got missed, so Astro, here you go, one more time. 25% Western Sun Watermelon Vodka, 75% Sprite, and thank me later. Boom. You don't need to follow anybody on Twitter. Da, 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 don't da, da, follow da, 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 them on da, da. Twitter.
3: <laughs> so there's... Um, there's a, a a bit that uh kevin smith does on one of his like evening with kevin smith things where he's he's discussing the um the kind of controversy with uh planet of the apes and uh, and tim burton and he's like he he has a discussion where it's like him and his manager him and a, and a lawyer or something like that are like fucking around and they're like they're like oh oh tell them tell them that uh, that we're really mad and we're and we're going to be like going to go sue him and stuff like that and then like the article comes out and he reads it and he's like this doesn't read like we're joking this reads like we're serious so it's like and he's like where's where's the teehee like where's that
2: (laughs) i (laughs) specifically said (laughs) yeah
3: that to me is how this hook stuff feels at this point
2: oh my god because
3: it's it started as like people being like, Oh yeah, we're just gonna fucking talk about Sal's son and be like, He's so awesome, he's the future stuff like that. <laughs> and now like a bunch of <laughs> I
2: love that you did that, God.
3: <laughs> and all of a sudden so so this motherfucker made his debut. And it was like all of these articles come out where people are talking about how amazing he was and like he's the future stuff like that, and I'm reading them I'm like I was like this reads like people are serious. Are they serious? Or is this still a meme? Because I watched his his debut match. It was fine. I, I thought it was at, fine. I enjoyed yeah, it. There was, there was nothing wrong with it. He didn't botch anything of that. He actually worked. Well, you know, listen, he, listen, didn't, listen, he didn't do
1: as bad. Go ahead. No, listen, of, there's been a lot of, of. of debuts of, of first-time <laughs> wrestlers on Dynamite, and this was probably tops.
2: Let's be real. Hook could have walked out there and completely sucked, and Adam would have liked the match, right? <laughs>
1: That's
2: true. <laughs> <laughs> Look, is is he unattractive? Uh, he suck. Yeah. <laughs> Subtlety, nice. Like he's he is
3: <laughs> not he's he's not my cup of tea. But I get why he's attracted attractive it over like that. He has he has a good look. He's got a good body too, and
2: everything like that. Just um, like he ac- should be in the next Twilight movie. I don't know. Yes,
3: he's he's very he's very twinkish, but still, like I I get it. I understand why he's kind of why he's kind of popular over that. But when you're a legitimate journalist, you have to remove that you have to remove the memeing about it and actually put out actual articles and you can talk about like how like he is potentially the future of AEW like he is somebody that they could build to but he's had one match uh, specifically against fuego del sol so he could look good he's had one match he has not cut a promo and like
1: we don't know that he can actually do anything you know
2: wait like rock anderson had a good match
1: yep troy are you questioning the validity of what these journalists are saying the same journalist that told you that jade cargill (laughs) is the next big thing
3: i saw i saw that one of the best thing was somebody put uh hook farts srs so smooth (laughs) it's like yeah that dude is again it's like it's like he doesn't come off at this point like he's memeing and joking about it. Like, like what was originally was he comes off as like, he legitimate believes that this motherfucker is like the future of wrestling. And like, he's so amazing. And it's like, first of all, didn't we just have Eddie Kingston talk about how pissy he was that like, you know, people in WWE didn't have to work the indies and they were going like straight to main roster and straight to television, stuff like that. And now here you've got what, four different people that have come straight off the street and made their debut on AEW and have not worked any independents or anything of that.
1: I'm sorry, did you say four? I thought it was like 14.
3: (laughs) No, (laughs) some of those those people worked other things first, but uh, the ones that I know, Julia Hart.
1: Yep, Julia Hart. Had her
3: first match. Um, Jade. I guess it it is more, yeah, because Jade Cargill, um, Robin Renegade,
1: yeah, Tahaka. Uh, I no no, but Brock Anderson, Brock, Brock Anderson, Anderson for sure. Tahaka
3: did work a couple of things before she joined them. But yeah, Brock Anderson now Hook. Hook and, it's, yeah. and it's like, uh, well, and uh, Anthony Agogo. I guess you're gonna include him Gogo. too, yep. cause he never that's, worked anything. That's
1: six already, and we're barely scratching the surface. Yep. sure, Shaq. Yeah, and it's
3: like it's like. Where's Eddie Kingston now being like, look at these motherfuckers, like, they, didn't, they didn't run around the indies like I did, you know, getting fat. They're over here, like, looking all jacked and stuff and getting on TV right away. I <laughs> like, I just, I just, like, the hypocrisy that goes on backstage there is just insane to me. But uh, that's my take on, on Hook. But go ahead. go ahead, Jason, what's your take on Hook?
2: The match was fine. There was nothing amazing, there was nothing earth changing, revolutionary, there was nothing different about it than any other match. He, he, he had some I mean, you know what the the best I can equate it to is? The first time we saw Ronda Rousey wrestle. Bunch of exactly. judo throws that looked sorta of cool. Um some submissions
1: and has got a good it. look
2: and, and a mean mug. And that was it. The has like, got okay. a good look.
1: I will say that. Yeah. Kid kid
0: definitely. So got the only thing I would request is, can we get a hairstyle other than fork stuck in outlet?
1: No. Flock of that's seagulls. Yeah. Flock of seagulls.
0: What <laughs> um, <laughs> do you use for transmission, um, you guys?
1: The like
2: kujishimi. Listen. Oh, no, he's calling Take this kid. Now. Take take this kid. You know, stick him in the ring. Hey, in ten minutes you're going out there to have a match with Alistair Black. And then tell him, Then then tell me how good he is. Let's see. Because that's what they do on Raw. Yep. Because if you believe all the reports, Vince changes the script up till like 10 minutes before the yes. show, so these guys don't have time to rehearse a fucking match.
0: Right. Mm-hmm. If
2: you believe that narrative, they're going out there on the fly and fucking calling it in the ring. When this kid can do that, then come talk to me about him being the future of the business. Right now, he had an incre- a, a solid yet incredibly rehearsed match where, we, where he had to do almost no selling. Mm. Right. Sell anything. Well, facial expressions. Didn't cut a promo. There's a whole lot more to the match than going yeah, out Sal, there beat mugging, so throwing shit. on the task mission, and winning a match.
3: Yeah. But he did. He did the Grundle suplex. So he's <laughs> awesome.
2: Well, I, I I believe I christened that on NXT ran down the ball sack suplex. But <laughs> yes. yeah.
3: but like uh, I look at that, I look at him, and I look at Braun Breaker, another guy who people were were. Talking about like this guy actually he he seems like he has something, and if you put the two side by side, I'm gonna pick Braun Breaker over over Hook
1: I say, a million that's not times a for different things. Yeah, yeah. Braun Breaker can't you can't compare Braun Breaker to Hook.
3: I can't compare two second generation guys both making their debuts having never wrestled before. I can't do has that. Braun
1: Breaker never wrestled before.
2: Correct. No, he was he was signed to the Performance Center. Yes. I mean, Similar I, to Cody, I, had never wrestled can, on the Indies before.
3: I can sure as shit compare them to because they're identical in their backstories. <sighs> I'm just two,
0: two, that's a that's second a fucking testament, testament to Braun Breaker because I never would have guessed that either. Yeah,
1: yeah, I thought I thought he had like not not was on the Indies, but like well,
2: the difference is that WWE has a performance right right. <laughs> yeah, right. right. <laughs> Whereas, whereas Hook oh, was Braun training... Breaker
1: comes off looking polished. I'll give him that. He doesn't look like he's brand new.
3: And that's what I'm saying. And Braun Breaker had to go out there and sell, because he lost matches. cut a promo. Yes, yes, he did.
2: He cut it just like... Quite a couple, few. But,
3: yeah. <laughs> but you, think, you think Hook is not going to cut a promo like you do? Like, he's going to. Like, that's, that's the whole fucking gimmick of it. Yes, so... That's what fact, I'm saying. So he's is,
1: not going to need to because his father's going to cut all his promos for him. Let's be honest. Yeah.
3: So so here is my other issue, right? So Hook is a heel, correct? Yes. Ostensibly. Wait, wait, wait. Heel yes. <laughs> Hook? Yes. Hook is a heel, right? So on commentary, you have Taz. And Taz verbally blowing his son. Spoiler Uh, uh And. Phrasing? Yep. So so Taz, like, talking him up and talking about it like that, that fits in with Taz. He's, a, he's mm-hmm. a, a heel commentator, but also that's what he does with every single Team Taz member, right? Right. No issue with that whatsoever. Why the fuck was Excalibur doing the same thing?
2: Because they want to send a message to their fans that this is a guy we want you to drool over and justify everything he does.
3: <laughs> uh, to, to me... That right there was just like, all right, well you, you, that just takes the legitimacy out of it. Where it's like, we're supposed to believe that this guy is as great as Excalibur is talking about, because Excalibur doesn't do that typically. That's now he he doesn't bury heels, but he doesn't put them over to the extent that he put over over Hook. So that was <clears> my <throat> issue number one was the fact that it was like, okay, like we're really th- 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 throwing this down at th- 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 Roman Reigns style
1: well the second for example thing- is, is Jade because when when Excalibur yeah. called that match he didn't say like oh my god look at that look at those moves he like you know he put over yeah. her power and stuff yeah. like that but but you're right he he really fucking when, went to town on hug yeah.
2: when Meltzer gave the match five and a quarter stars you knew something was <laughs> fucking up
1: wow <laughs> I
3: would believe that to be true honestly. I
2: know right that's how bad it is <laughs> yeah so
3: my secondary issue on this. Hook got the Hook is All Elite Twitter thing, which means he's signed to a big contract. Yep.
1: Because
3: they only put those out there when they sign people to big contracts. So Anthony Green, a veteran of, what, seven, eight years? However long Anthony Green's been working?
2: More than that, but yeah. He can't get an All Elite thing. He
3: can't get a full-time contract, but a dude who's wrestled one match can get a big payday over... How many other people in that fucking it's company not, right it's now? not
1: just him. There's a ton of fucking people back that got that all elite graphic that don't deserve that all elite graphic that have wrestled maybe two matches in their career. Yeah. Um, it, it. The amount of match I mean, look at the, their women's division is f- fucking full of people who have wrestled a handful of matches and somehow are all elite.
3: Yeah. And it's took Mercedes them like six Mercedes, months so. to
1: sign. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Thunder Rosa to uh, an all league contract, but
3: and what have they done with their sets?
1: Jake, yeah, no. I, I look, I like, like Jason said. I thought the debut was fine. I think the kids got a good look. This whole narrative that he's like something special. I mean, guys, it's fucking his first match. Like... Also, can we can
2: we like ease off the like I'm a badass MMA fighter, like.
1: Yeah. Well, to be yeah. honest, I don't think any company, I don't think either company is going to ease off of that anytime yeah. soon.
2: Right, except, like, Riddle legitimately was a badass MMA. Yeah.
1: Guy. I wasn't thinking of Riddle, I was thinking of Zion Quinn. Is that his name?
2: I don't think he goes over as an MMA guy. He is the like fucking a wrestler. The fight shorts and the tape yeah. fist. No, he's got, he doesn't have, like, no, no. The fucking Hook is wearing, like, the.
1: Well, yeah. I or, know. Yeah, yeah.
2: I well, mean, they're like clearly Trump's trying to portray this. him as that.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, true. Uh, and they do have a lot of those
3: in AW. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he he calls the the TAS mission the red red rum is what he calls it. Red rum. Yeah.
0: Right. Yep. But now I will say that like using the it, closed captioning, the closed captioning called it uh, breadcrumbs. <laughs> so I was nice. very confused. Nice.
1: Um,
0: so
3: yeah, I mean. I don't know. Using Action Bronson for the theme song, I thought was a good touch. Like the, his presentation was there. I, I did just,
1: like the song. I,
0: I yeah, the
3: song. there was just so many issues with everything else in it, and, and it's like that. And that was that was my case. Was like you've got it from the fans, you've got it from the the media people that are you know their little stable of people, and you got it also from the people on the show. And that was, it's like, that should be where it, it ends. It should not have reached the show, where Excalibur is like, oh, I just want them to jump in my throat. Like, what the fuck, man? Like, you I lost a little respect for him. I understand he has to do it, because they tell him to do it, probably, but still, like, yeah, that just was kind of ridiculous to me. Yeah. No, you're not wrong.
0: Speaking of Malachi Black... Which Jason was. He's gone from feuding with Cody to feuding with Julia Hart.
1: <laughs> well, he unloaded yeah. right in her face, so I mean... <laughs> not the first guy. <laughs> Who was Did it? not it? the first guy or not the first time? Yes. Both. Boner. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Who is she? Did is she didn't Lee Lee Moriarty or Lee Johnson? Lee Johnson. Lee
1: Johnson. That's Lee Johnson yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At least she was as God knows when that episode or that footage hey, was recorded for that
2: there's show. There's a joke in there that I'm not gonna make, but um. Oh, I'll make it for you. Once you go black, you never go back, dude. Like she's she's with oh. him still.
3: <laughs> I know so there was so a so different one. I know. I know. I'm gonna, I'm gonna. We're gonna. We're gonna. <laughs> But now they've turned come out come to an wrestling. angle where
2: he made my seven-year-old sister cry. Fuck off.
3: That's that's what this guy is doing. His creative freedom has brought him to now he's feuding with a 19-year-old girl who's been wrestling for six months because he sprayed oh no, black goo in her face.
2: He'll end up feuding with Brian Pillman Jr. and... Yeah, only in Cincinnati because that's the only time you put him on TV. But yeah, uh,
3: yeah that's because that that is the money feud for Alistair Black is him versus Brian Pillman Jr.
2: When he left WWE, everyone had that list of dream matches for Alistair Black. That was, what was right at the top, I think. For yeah,
3: him. Was. Yeah, him and Griff Garrison, and him and Ben and, and Brian Pillman Jr.
2: Who the fuck is Griff Garrison?
1: Nobody knows. <laughs> uh, so, was uh, <laughs> speaking. We talked earlier about like, are they gonna job Hangman out to to Brian Bryanson? Are they gonna job Sammy out to Cody? Are they gonna end his uneventful TNT title run? Yes, of course. What of Of course course they are. Cody, I was so fucking happy when Sammy won that belt, and they did jack shit.
2: You know what though? Think of
0: this from from one good guy to the next.
1: Oh, what a piece of shit! Right? Shot. The fuck! Oh, I just wanted to fucking kick him in the head when he said that.
2: Who <laughs> has had a good title run in
1: AEW? Miro's was okay. He Miro's was a bunch of nobodies yeah.
2: and Eddie Kingston.
1: He bought. He yeah. beat Lance Archer's first defense.
3: Other than okay, then, everybody in between those, so he, he right. had. Yeah, he had like, a shit head. sandwich.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, who else? Yeah, uh, it's really not many. I mean, John Moxley's was all People right. People will tell
2: you Omega's reign was the greatest of all time, but it wasn't fucking much of anything. There were no standout matches during that run that I can think of.
3: The only the only thing I can think of when it comes to him was him and, him and Brian Danielson, and that ended in a time limit draw. Yeah.
2: Right. So. And it wasn't for the title. So. It wasn't for the title. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, and and. But no, that's my point. Is like they, they've done a nice job of making the chase feel good. Did somebody say Andre Chase? it <laughs> <There> um, is. is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just supposed to do it to myself, but it was there. Um. Anyway, it sounds like my prom night. Anyway, um. But nice. they've done a great job of the uh, of building the chase and making the the moment special when the champion when <laughs> the new champion wins the title but after that, they don't seem to know how to make a championship run compelling.
1: You mean the Booker of the Year doesn't know what to do after he puts the belt Just on someone? Saying. Just wow. saying. Wow. But he's one of the all-time great bookers. It's, FTR it's, won the
2: tag titles. What happened after that?
1: I eh? think they lost him right to the Bucks. Um
2: And the Bucks had him, and how was their run? But, yeah. but
1: Jason, the three greatest promoters in the history of this business are Vince McMahon, Eric Bischoff, and and God, gee, I think it's Tony Khan by his own declaration. Yeah, he really did that. He really yeah, called he himself the third greatest Booker of all time. Somebody, somebody I don't somebody think. No, I don't like... think.
3: I don't think he called himself the third. I think he, he put he himself on the, the same the top level. Three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. oh just, yeah,
1: that's he true. Used... He put himself on par with Bishop and Vance, Yes. Yeah. You know. Wow, talk about delusional. <laughs> And he'll keep signing people, and he's got all these big surprises coming. That's what he said on his last interview. I got more surprises. It's got a really great show. Bray Wyatt is here. Please
0: watch. <laughs> please watch. Please tell your please tell your friends to
1: watch. Tune in this week to Dynamite, where you may qualify to win a free entry into our sweepstakes. That's what, that's what's coming next. He's going to do a million-dollar giveaway? Ugh. Oh, my God. All right. Yeah. Can I throw one out here? Yes. Okay.
2: If they give okay. away a yeah, house, I'm out.
1: <laughs> I have... At your house. A-W I have no... At your
2: house. <laughs> I have no issue with Miz. I okay. have said on this show, for the most part, I'm a Miz fan. And I think Miz gets a lot of shit that he doesn't deserve from from wrestling fans. However, when Edge came back, I think we all knew he had limited matches left in the tank, yeah. and it really feels like we're wasting them. It really does. Where is the Edge and AJ Styles program? We we missed out on the one-on-one Edge and Daniel Bryan program. We're, like There's just so many better matches that I want to see Edge have done a program with the Miz after we had seven matches with Randy
1: Orton. You know it's fucked up. He brought that up in his promo a couple weeks ago. Edge literally said on on camera, you know, I want I want to talk to AJ Styles. I want to talk to Biggie the WWE champion. I mean that one I'm not sure about, but they know that we want to see Edge and AJ, and and maybe that's the Mania program, but. I agree with you. It it definitely seems like Edge is spending a lot of time in feuds with people that you don't really care about. Like, the Seth shit was great, but we had to get through almost two years of Randy Orton versus Edge. Two years and three matches. And now, yeah, now we have to do Miz and Edge. Why? Match will be fine, but who fucking cares about Miz (laughs) versus Edge? I didn't care about it in 2010. You want me to care about it now?
2: the greatest uh, wrestling match of all time.
1: <laughs>
2: but I mean, now Maurice is mad at The Miz, so...
1: You know. <laughs> well, there true. you go. Here's some deep storytelling for you.
2: Did you guys see the Cody Rhodes thing somebody posted on Twitter today?
1: Didn't we have to?
2: No. It, like it was like a promo shot from from Rhodes to the top, with like half the screen was Brandy in a bikini and the other half was like Cody in his wrestling gear. And instead, they're like, "This will fix it," and they called it "Mid and Misses." <laughs>
1: nice. <laughs> That's actually pretty good.
3: Yeah, that dude is delusional.
2: Which dude? Cody Rhodes. Okay. Like,
3: I know, I know his his follow. Bye. I know his followers. He's probably about like, to share screen with us. Oh, okay.
2: Guys, nobody yeah, I, wants I, to watch uh, me when I need to blow my nose, like so I turn my okay, camera okay. for a moment. So yeah, yeah. it's um, out of cure it's out of it's out of um respect to the Twitch viewers. Eight. Yeah. Boner.
0: What is what's what is that? What something's making noise.
1: No, that's uh, nothing. It's good. It might have been oh. an ad. Fine.
0: you, Sal? There it is. <laughs> oh man.
1: All
3: right, we got anything else to talk about?
1: Well, I was—I the reason you heard an ad because I was quickly squir- uh, scrolling Scoring? through scrolling <laughs> through last week's NXT 2.0 results because I completely forgot what happened um von Wagner beat Kyle in a fucking cage match, but we knew that was gonna happen.
0: Von Wagner's haircut does not help with the whole caveman thing. Here's Vigo the Carpathian.
3: <laughs> <laughs> no, it doesn't. That dude is something special.
1: <clears throat> and then uh B and J no BJ and the bear. Sorry. Yes. Uh, they P. beat. P. Uh, they beat the Creed brothers.
2: Yeah, that was yeah. the first Creed brothers' first loss. I talked about that when I was one of the tag rope got stolen I was stolen just going to say, by, Jason, yeah. what did you think
0: about that whole we stole the tag rope at the end of tag of
2: that. Yeah. <laughs> I talked yeah. about it on the show last week. Yes,
0: you did. yeah. We had watched. Oh,
1: Was it on the show? Okay. I couldn't remember.
0: If it, I couldn't remember if it was on the show or after the show. Yeah,
1: because. And I was like, wow, that was fucking bad.
0: Yeah, because NXT happened during the show, so that's. I okay. enjoyed. I enjoyed the match itself, except for that stupid part of the finish. I thought it was a decent tag match.
2: Well, like this it. week you'll be happy to know that uh, um, Brooks and Dunn, or whatever the fuck they're calling themselves <laughs> <right> now, uh, <laughs> went to a uh, country festival with Caden Carter and uh, Casey Catanzaro. So Something during
0: happened. that during that segment, though, we we did get the grand return of the Bukaki Balcony. It's true.
2: It's true.
3: Honestly, that's true. did, did like, since Triple H is gone, was, was he just like not allowing field trips at NXT? <laughs>
0: Everybody has to go out. now.
3: It seems like since he's been gone, it's just like, well, where are we going to go this time? Kids hop on the magic school bus and let's go ahead and take a ride out to, I guess, a fucking <laughs> hoedown so we can film yeah. shit with, with BJ and the bear.
0: Ready? You ready for another ADHD sing-along? Come on, the magic school no. bus. <laughs> <laughs> Since you've been gone, I'm allowed to leave for the first
2: time.
3: <laughs> Getting a content idea with that singing.
2: Right. You know what else apparently Triple H was the only one allowing? William Regal on TV. Right. Yeah, that's oh, it. Right. I was
0: just thinking of that today.
2: It's it just like, get that old it. guy off the screen no more. NXT doesn't have a GM anymore. So <laughs> much, it's it's without everyone storming into his office, it's not as much fun. True. That's true.
1: Or also we also don't that, have a Johnny Gargano anymore, apparently. That's
2: just that's among the many reasons it's not as doing. much fun anymore.
1: Hmm. Uh, so what's the deal with Gargano? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we have Cat uh. <laughs>
0: Oh,
1: God. Anyone? What's up? What's, what's the deal with Gargano? Yeah, what's he reopened his
0: he, he reopened his pro wow. wrestling tea store. So,
1: <laughs> so was all that heat just to get Grayson Waller over? Like, there's no payoff to that. Nope. Yes,
3: all of that heat was to get Grayson Waller over. There was no payoff to that.
1: I feel like Johnny hasn't it's... made a decision about his future. I feel like he's going to take a couple months off. You know, the kid's going to be born, and then. Then he'll decide, like, where he's going go.
2: like, to go. You get to? With the cat moving in front of Adam's camera, it's like when you go to a movie theater and somebody stands in front of the screen while the movie's <laughs> going on. <laughs> it's just the silhouette of a person. Nice. Uh, he's a
0: black cat, right?
2: Plus, every time Adam's screen gets covered in pussy...
3: <laughs> yeah. Can't play too much of that or, or, or you will get both the shows taken off did the why
2: just did that, that. <laughs> um, So Yeah, the Grayson Waller thing First off, it's the second time Gargano's done a farewell promo that they've had him Get attacked Yep. And granted, the last time it was to an end To keep him in NXT, whatever, fine um, But could, can we just ever Let somebody say goodbye to the fans Without turning it into a thing
1: No Um,
2: (laughs) that said this week for the first time i watched grayson waller and i was like oh i sort of dig this guy as a shitty heel like i haven't before maybe it maybe it served its purpose i don't know but it resonated with me in a way it hadn't before now i think part of that is that when they first brought him in they brought him in as fucking like rockstar spuds fucking tag team partner and he's Barely noticeable, and then all of a sudden he's in fucking war games. But now he's got a little bit of his own personality and shit, and I sort of dig it. I'm not gonna lie.
1: Okay. So yeah, I mean, it definitely got a ton of heat for him. It it, it did what it needed to do as far as his heel character. Um, yeah. there was there was things that that Johnny was saying, and I don't know if it's shoot or if it's just you know. Uh, part of the fucking promo, but um, yeah, you felt it. Like you, you felt like all the feels. Like if 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 he really is leaving the company, like no matter where he goes, there's never gonna he's never gonna have a run like that time. You know, like his time at NXT. Because Lord knows if he goes to other companies, it's gonna be like probably uh, really shitty. Probably, but I mean, I yeah, Johnny Gargano, from you know, the, God, the Cruise Away Classic days to now, he was he was the heart and soul of NXT. They and do
2: not give a shit what
1: we like. Oh, they don't. They don't fucking care. They don't. No, they don't. I know that. If they did, Finn Balor would be a different fucking character on the main roster. Yeah,
2: 100%. Instead of eating pins to get Austin Theory over.
1: <laughs> oh my god, now the cat's going up and down. It looks like it's giving Adam out of head. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you thought that too. Okay. Uh-
1: <laughs> Great. The
2: velocity is when she was attacking it too. Um... Oh,
3: oh, Jesus oh. <laughs> just giving you those eyes now.
2: Anyway, <laughs> and anyway. now the cat turned around to offer its backside. Okay, um, <laughs> this is—we could do this for two hours. It'd be fantastic.
3: I'm cool um, with it. I mean, it's not great for our listeners because they can't yeah, see. Fair. Fair. But I guess I um, guess where you, you can paint them a picture of a cat blowing a dude. I will. <laughs>
2: Uh, um. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, we we also had this week where uh, Bianca Belair cleanly pinned Dewdrop in the middle of the ring because who needs new stars? Yes. And I look up and it's worse. Okay.
1: Uh, <laughs> uh. Yeah. Okay. Really? Meow. <laughs> don't don't launch your ASMR career on here. Um <laughs> Oh my god.
0: <laughs> I think I'm done.
2: <laughs> I think that's it. Okay.
3: <laughs> All right. Okay. No, sorry.
1: Uh so <laughs> Adam, you could move the cat. I've seen you do it for your Twitch stream. <gasps> Did
2: you oh, leave. No, yeah. Let's oh, turn okay. the camera off. Well, no, no, it's not as much fun. Turn it back on.
3: Turn it back on. Or, or tell us what's going on. Leave the slowly, down. slowly. Do it slowly. All right. Uh, do we have any other wrestling? <laughs> yes, to like I so
2: I said. So Bianca had to beat Dewdrop clean, yeah.
1: clean in the middle with. Uh, so she did the power bomb, and then she did what? The, she oh, did the, the 450. 450. She did I the like
2: 450 the. where she hit her in the face with her fucking knee.
1: Yeah, she did. Nice. So we, um, Troy, what do you think? Are we done with Drew versus Bianca now, or is this still gonna continue? Um.
3: Well, it was interesting, of course, that uh, um, WWE re-upped their uh, their Piper Niven um, trademark. Hmm. Because, so, if uh, for those who don't know, Piper Niven is a WWE name. She was not that on the independents. She was Viper on the independents. So, the, when they had brought her over and turned her into dodrop, they actually abandoned that trademark. And so, the fact that they are now re-upping with it, 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 doesn't, it doesn't guarantee that she's going back to that name. But I feel like maybe having her lose here... Might be the start of that to kind of like reinvent herself and, and you know, reclaim her Piper Nivenness. Um, but considering it's WWE, it's probably just that she's just got pinned and she'll be, you know, back next week to fight somebody else.
1: It, it is 50 50. We have seen people come up from NXT that they'll lose a lot and then they'll kind of get repackaged and then they'll find the new direction. But um, we have also seen them. Bring people up and they'll lose and then we don't see them again for like seven months. So we'll see.
3: Well this would be the third different iteration of her though.
1: Oh. Be- oh well, because the she new was... one, yes. If they come back with a new one, yes, it's the third one. Yeah. So that's not great. <laughs> yeah, but the dewdrop yeah. stick shtick had a ceiling. That was never gonna like Well, of course. Yeah.
3: Yeah. And <laughs> and it's it's a terrible name, so.
0: Are you okay? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Terrible name spelled horribly. Yeah, yeah, that
1: that too.
0: That too. I don't know.
3: She see, needs what to else get. A, she needs to get a different outfit too. Uh,
2: yeah, that's. I mean, I think that's what she's usually used, but. I know, but it's it, when I see her, I'm just like, oh, she's female
3: earthquake. Like it doesn't. It's just not a good look. <laughs>
2: See, and now Adam came back, and he moved the cat, and everything's copacetic, and now all I can think about in my fucking brain is, well, hello, Mr. Cat, you must be from IT. <laughs> the problem is with the wire under my desk. Oh, my gosh. There it is. <laughs> anyway, okay, Um, I think that says more about you. <laughs> I think there's not much more we can say about me at this point. I think I've pretty much pretty much been...
1: Been all out there.
0: <laughs> anyway, um You want to talk about Rick Knox being a fucking moron with Brandon Cutler for three minutes? What did he during do? Turn that tag with the match.
1: box, but I forget what he
2: did. He does he did what Rick Knox always fucking does. True. He got distracted Hey, hey, Rick! Hey, so that, hey, how's it going? How's, your so wife? how's the wife? They
0: could do a whole bunch of bullshit with fucking Adam Cole coming in and doing super kicks, and then it not oh, being oh, the fucking finish of the match, and then a minute and a half later the Bucks win anyway. Yep. yep. Yeah. Fuck your face. Uh,
3: yeah. That would be exactly why I texted that during the match.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, I can't. I, I've said it so many times. Just because you say there's not a problem with the referees, doesn't mean there's not a problem with the referees.
1: Like, well, there's clearly a problem not the with The referees, like, I believe the referees know how to do the job. It's they're being told to be dumb as fuck.
3: Yeah. And they are also a character on TV. So they should be going, I'm not going to do that. Because that's going to make me look stupid.
0: Also, not a single tag rope in that match. On either side. Mm.
3: That well, that's because kind of a BJ the... Match. B.J. Mm. the bear took
2: them all. <laughs> <laughs> also, Astro, it's not your fault that you can't read Troy's lips. He His lips have a Wisconsin accent.
1: Oh, well, you know. Well, not, well. Nice. <laughs> not nice. Motherfucker, have you guys heard what you say about me on this show?
2: No, I don't I've think I've never said show. anything but nice things about you, Sal.
1: <laughs> you
2: oh,
3: know, my.
1: Assholes, sounds like.
3: What's that? Yeah, my 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 computer is completely fucked right now, so uh, yeah. I'm I am lagging. So yeah.
1: Uh, no, I said you're not as big as asshole as an asshole as it sounds like,
2: which is the exactly. intro of our show. Exactly.
1: Yeah.
2: So I have one See? more
1: thing. Yes. Is it about Jeff Hardy?
2: No. <laughs> well, That's Troy okay. said he had Jeff Hardy, so I wasn't. going to talk, talk about, about it. No, we can talk about it. It's just... Uh, I'll, that's probably the biggest story of the week anyway, so we can get through that and close with that I guess right. um, is it just me or has AEW now turned into backstage assault because it seems like every time they want to start a feud they just have somebody attack somebody backstage because it happened again this week when FTR randomly out of nowhere fucking attacked R.B. Allen and Sting
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah. they're backstage at the new NXT parking lot
2: <laughs>
0: after, not only that uh, not only that segment but also, but then after the they kept saying huge. I think they meant pointless eight-man tag. Uh, <laughs> we go backstage to Eddie Kingston, who we can't fucking hear. Yeah. And then oh, he yes. just gets attacked by 2.0 and Daniel Garcia.
2: Yeah. And uh, the, the whole FTR thing came after another botch-filled loss to the Lucha Bros in a match. That... Talk about two teams that have no fucking chemistry together. Jesus Christ! And yet, have had eighty-five matches with each other, right? And are and
0: are having another one soon.
1: Yay! Sweet. I I don't get that because, like, on paper, you would think those two would be a good fit. But nope. There's, there's something. There's, there's like a disconnect.
0: I'm
3: I'm just gonna say, it's possible that FTR's not a good tag team.
1: Oh. Fuck off. I said that, like, fucking years ago. You guys are like, what are you talking about? You don't understand good tag team wrestling.
3: So here's the, here's the, the thing I'm going to teach you, Sal. So- it is okay for people, when presented with more evidence, to change their mind on things. That's
1: good.
3: So at the time, if I told you, no, I think they're a really good team, it was because I didn't have the evidence to show that it was actually the people who were helping them. And so I was incorrect at that statement. And now I am saying they're perhaps not the, a very good team, given the new evidence that I have. That's not making me wishwashy washy or flip-flopping.
1: Speaking of new evidence, I take back so, what I said about Brian Flores. There. Okay. <laughs> what well, about CM Punk? To- no, not yet. We'll get there, though. Okay. Um, oh we'll get there
2: (laughs) so allow me to say this I don't I still don't agree that they're not a good tag team I think they're not a tag team that does well without structure I think they were much better when they were in NXT where they had sort of guidance and structure as to how to present themselves when given their own opportunity it was like well we're just going to copy the Midnight Express Uh, we we stole their music first now we're going to steal their robes um, I'm going to be dashing Dax Harwood, and then we're going to have uh, you know, uh, come Goblin Cash Wheeler. I don't know. Um, but huh. <laughs> does it, it has
0: to start you, with a C. Sorry, dude. sorry. Is a clarification: Did you say Cum or <laughs> goblin, okay.
2: or goblin, or come goblin, goblin, okay. goblin? Like a yeah.
3: So he's he's a, a creature made out of cum. <laughs> no, he's a creature <laughs> that drinks cum. Come on. Well, then he be a come goblin goblin.
2: <laughs> let your let your imagination go where it may. Nobody said All nobody right. said anything about a come moloch. All right. <laughs> I'm still trying to figure out how they're allowed to get away with the come lock, but that's just me.
3: I'm pretty sure the Patriots owner learned that one in, a, in his most
2: recent Oh, my <laughs> Oh boy! All right, we should probably talk about Edge because I think we're out of others yet at this <laughs> point. If we're talking about this Edge,
1: stuff, let's start with Jeff Hardy.
2: Yeah. I
0: have the only other, the only other thing I wanted to mention. Actually, I have a couple just for the Dynamite Diamond Ring. Is this the second year in a row we're doing this bullshit with MJF and Wardlow?
1: Yes, and it's still going to amount to nothing because it's long-term storytelling
0: and. Um, uh, Corey Graves with possibly my favorite line from Raw after that god-awful 24-7 segment. Corey Graves says, of all the things I've seen, that was the most recent.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I, appreciate, I appreciated that. Also, also, Adam Brian Flores is the head coach of the Miami Dolphins, former coordinator for the New England Patriots, who Sal said was going to suck as a head coach.
1: He knows. He reads the host thread. I have Just never, clearly
2: don't you clearly don't read the chat, Sal. Sal doesn't go in chat. Oh, God,
1: it's a good time for that.
2: Well, I have to stay here now that I know Astro says mean things about me. <laughs> <here. laughs>
1: <laughs> Hashtag vodka.
0: All right, Jeff Hardy.
1: Yes, Troy, you got an official story? Uh, not an official
3: story just kind of a just kind of a loose amalgamation of facts. Sure, we can go. Um, yeah, so Jeff Hardy at a recent house show uh, got uh, hot tagged his ass out of there, uh, then left the ring and just wandered through the crowd. So of course everyone was like, "The fuck's going on with Jeff?" <laughs> uh, he was then sent home, and they were told he was sent home because he had a "Quote rough day," and uh, then uh, a short time after that, we get that Jeff Hardy was released from his WWE contract. So, uh, surprisingly, the the normal uh, fed batters in SRS and Meltzer both are like, "No, WWE told him he needs to go to rehab," and he said no, so they fired him, which is their policy. Uh, and it goes back to the fact that you know, I mean, if if you're not going to go to rehab and get yourself cleaned up, they're not going to employ you anymore because they ain't going to use you. It's especially if you show up fucking high or drunk off your ass in the middle of a match, which is clearly what he did. Uh, plus, the not guy has that, such a history. Not as
0: bad as Victory Road, but close.
3: <laughs> no, but it definitely could have been bad. Mm. Um, so... This, of course, got a bunch of the stands first going, yeah, he's going to be awesome in AEW. We're getting the Hardy Boys back together, which is so not the point of all of us. Yeah. Um, but it also got some of them claiming that, oh, Jeff intentionally got drunk to force WWE to fire him so he could go and join his brother making less money in AEW.
2: That was the JD from New York take, yes.
3: Yeah which is, is the normal shit that that fucker does, and he's an idiot, and a lot of the... You should have uh, him
2: on the podcast to talk to you someday, Troy.
3: Right. A lot of the bigger name people have gone and be like, that is absurd. Like, no, he didn't do that. No, he wouldn't do that. By all accounts, it was... Um... Really, dude? Alright. Um, so the... What? Yeah, uh, just reading the chat real quick. Um... You did but, yeah, that had
2: it. a lot,
0: dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! We got D-Lo Brown. We got D'Lo Brown. You're looking at the real deal now.
2: The <laughs> so, so, head.
3: Yeah. So yeah, that hurt my neck. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> so 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 he got fired. So
2: so and... your neck, your crack. <laughs> oh my God. Adam Adam was I was going to say Adam <laughs> yeah. um,
3: yeah, so he in my back. Yeah, so he got fired. Uh, he refused to go to rehab. He flat out said, I don't need to go to rehab. I mean, showing up drunk to a match, probably a good sign you might need rehab. Um, but even, even if you didn't feel like you need it, you, you still go to keep your job, right? Like he's making a ton of money over there. Anyways, um, he then proceeded to show up on Matt Hardy's weird fucking stream he was doing of doing promos, uh, claiming that he was he was listening to release me, uh, and was just like, "Yeah, I'm cool, and we're gonna do like an ultimate deletion match, stuff like that." It's like, which of course caused all the people in the interview like, "He looks good. Like, yeah, he's he's good to go. He looks good." It's like. Do you people not understand alcoholism?
1: <laughs> oh, no, apparently his brother doesn't understand alcoholism.
0: Yeah, no, Matt said Matt, he's fine.
1: Yeah, Matt, Matt later in the stream fine. says, for the people who are worried about Jeff, concerned about Jeff, I'm here to tell you he is good. There's no reason to be worried or concerned about him. Wow, dude. So you're just already making an excuse for when Tony Khan hires him in, in 90 days? Here's,
2: here's the problem. Here's part of the reason, probably, why this continues to be an issue. Because when somebody has these types of issues, the last thing they can have around them is an enabler. And Matt Hardy is an enabler. For himself and others. Yes. He excuses away any time Jeff gets in trouble.
1: Always has.
2: And now he's going to use this as a... Advantage in business in his professional life for himself, because at the end of the day, it seems to be at least all evidence pointing that all Matt Hardy really cares about is getting himself over.
1: I was going to say himself,
2: but if this if if
0: this does away with the Hardy family office, is it worth it? it
1: depends. <laughs> if Jeff crashes into a fucking pole and dies, is it worth it?
3: Yeah, there there's definitely an issue because he's gonna he's well, gonna I come mean, in there yeah, and the he's not getting
2: f- good f- from from Matt's perspective. He probably figures he can be a big part of a tribute show if Jeff does, you know, crash his car. <laughs> That's so. true.
1: That's true. He's like, I'll get on TV. I'll get a big payday. <laughs> yeah.
2: They'll do a video package and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just sad. It's it's sad, but that really is like we're not far off from how he's acting.
3: Yeah. A guy who has such a bad history with drugs and alcohol, for him to turn around and clearly be inebriated during a match, and then to come out and be like, I don't I don't need any help. I refuse to help, that's why they fired me. And and to then turn around and make jokes about getting released, and then to have all of the fans just give him a big like pass as being like, No, you're fine, man, you look good. You're you're clearly not off off the wagon anymore. Like it's been a couple of days since you were drunk in the middle of a match. You you're looking good, dog. Like back on that wagon. Like there is no evidence at all that he is not currently drinking. And there's it started to come out that there was a bunch of people saying that he was showing up to to signings drunk, and people had to cover for him. And it's like yeah, that's somebody who has a problem. And he already had the DUI arrest, what, two years ago when he came back?
2: Listen, Troy, doesn't matter. There's money to be made in the Hardys versus the Bucks.
3: Of course, yeah.
2: That's what we people get are clamoring to see now. Yeah, yeah but Troy, Troy, you say that. But the Internet did the exact
0: same thing when it was Jimmy Uso. Oh, wait. <laughs> <you said. laughs>
1: No,
2: he looks well, there's good.
1: A, there's another brother enabling a brother, so.
2: Yeah. Oh, no, I believe they called for him to be fired when he got his latest DUI. Yeah, well, mm-hmm. incident,
1: I'm talking about the brother mm-hmm. excusing the other brother for yeah, that behavior. behavior. Um, I just watched behavior. the video of Jeff wandering through the crowd. He takes a weird bump on the apron where he, like, throws himself down, gets up and goes, Uh I was going to leave. Just fucking right, waddles over the railing and just starts leaving. Dude, that's not a stage... Gimmick. That's you were fucked up. Like you were you were either on pills or you were drunk off your ass.
0: Could it possibly be a both? coffee can full of hydrocodone?
1: Possibly.
2: Uh, that Maybe sucks. Took a lot of hydroxychloroquine. <laughs> yeah.
3: See, I thought I thought you were going with the the little girl
1: from the taco commercial with the why not both, but it's a good one too. <laughs>
0: Horse-paced.
1: <laughs> uh, <and laughs> fucking McIntyre had to like try to cover as he slowly sees Jeff wander into the ground.
3: That's the thing, you know. You you guys have talked about a lot about you, you need to be able to trust the people you're in the your ring with, and you got to think of I I don't remember who they were fighting uh, at the time, but those two guys have got to sit there and be like, I was just in the ring with that guy. The Usos.
1: I think he it was, was the essence. <laughs> Ironically.
3: Yeah. Jimmy's like, get, I
1: mean, Jimmy's like, I hear you, man.
3: Yeah. You do you. But then you, at, at a certain point, like, McIntyre's got to look and be like, uh, what? Where? He was just here.
1: So Mac- <laughs> I left him no, right over there. <laughs> you could tell McIntyre saw it out of the corner of his eye and tried to cover up for it. Like, tried to, yeah. you know, keep the focus off of that side of the ring. Yeah, it's so good on the Mac for being a professional. But
2: can we have a little palate cleanser here before we get out of here? Sure. Uh, can I talk about my favorite little wrestling meme of the week? Was it uh, Hook? No. Somebody posted a picture of from WrestleMania of Braun Strowman and Nicholas holding the tag titles, and said, "I really hope Braun Strowman goes to AEW so he can reunite with Marco Stunt."
0: There you go.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh man. Oh, he showed up at Impact, didn't he?
1: Yes. No. No, 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 no. He showed up at Final Battle. Yeah. Oh, he that's
3: what i yeah. Yeah, he, he, yeah, he joined, he joined which, up with...
2: Which Wesley Tony Khan made sure and, to let everybody know that he's he sent a bunch of his guys over there to try to make the show special.
3: He, he gave him a bunch of money, too, he claims. He, yeah. yeah, he helped them out. Because, of course, he's got to fucking jerk his own dick off of there.
2: Final. This is the thing, like... He
1: helped
2: out this a is the difference. going on hiatus? This, this, is, yeah. this is the difference. By the way, I'll tell you one more thing tied to that in a moment, but Vince McMahon paid for ECW for years, and we never fucking knew about it until a decade later when Paul Heyman came out and finally told the story. Yep. Tony Khan can't fucking tell you fast enough what yeah. he's fucking... Like, God damn, can you just wear a sign that says, please love me, show me affection? Like... Get over yourself, dude. Like, really? It was Cody last week, it's Tony this week. It coat, and that's why they get along so well. They're the same fucking mentality. Like they have to be loved by everyone.
1: Speaking get of which, get the fuck
2: off Twitter and run your company
1: in a they related sec- store.
2: They they just want to be want to be loved.
1: <clears throat> Second a-
2: of all, go to Anthony Agogo's Twitter page. That dude is trying oh, desperately to start beef with anyone who they can, <laughs> including taking a shot at Jonathan Gresham for winning the Ring of Honor title by using, like, a picture of Little Bill, which I think is racist? I would believe so.
3: It's definitely not not racist.
0: Anthony so, Agogu also posted, also did some post about, like, what even is Ring of Honor while tagging Ring of Honor? <laughs> Oh my god.
2: Dude, you've had three matches and three of them have sucked. (laughs) Which means that your next match your next good match will be your first. That's not a good ratio, bro. That's not that's not something you then go out and shit talk people who've been doing this for years at the top of their profession. You can't you can't have a match without losing more vision. It's not good. Final battle when battle he comes back though the good news is the good news is when he comes back tony khan's gonna buy the rights to i can see clearly now for his entrance oh my return to P- video package <laughs> oh my God.
0: that or blinded by the light there you go
1: um which is not the name of that song but... blinded like, lights okay uh in a related story, I'm reading that uh, Tony Khan is related built, to which part? Sure uh, I, I, I just I just read this. Tony Khan is building a statue of himself outside of Daly's place that says, "I paid for Final Battle, <laughs> all of it. I paid all of it."
2: I think you're lying about that. You
1: would, but, say, like, you. but you think you're not sure. <laughs> but you're like, but
2: ironically, no. Here's the thing. I sent women to Impact. <laughs> Here's the thing. All of these AEW guys going to Final Battle is sort of like O.J. Simpson going to Nicole's funeral, right? Yeah. Like, they basically killed the company and then went to the funeral to dance on the grave. <laughs>
1: Tell me I'm wrong. I, mean, I can't. Are you kidding me? Fucking the Bucks and, and Omega, the first, probably the first ones lining up to fucking throw roses on the grave. I really wish you and wouldn't piss inter- on the ashes. fucking the Bucks.
0: <laughs> Coming soon, Tony Khan's new book, if I booked it. <laughs> Tony Khan's new book, fucking the Bucks? Uh, uh, speaking be, of which, Sal, you read in, the book. He wishes.
1: Yeah. Uh, I was waiting for it to be read to me. I mean, we could do it now you want to read the box book?
0: Sure, I got it up. I never learned <laughs> to read.
3: <laughs> now, the, um, the most woke company in the world, AEW, is going to hire the Briscoes. Ugh. Two guys who have gone on record saying they don't much care for them African-American people.
0: Or them homer sectionals.
3: Yeah, so there's that. That should be fun.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, to be fair, they'll lose to the Bucks and then we'll never see them again on Dynamite, so...
3: Well, no, first they'll, first they'll beat, like, Lee Johnson and some other random black guy just so they can, you know, do that. Then they'll lose to the Bucks. Yes. Then they'll go to Dark, yes. where they'll have to deal with the fact that they're on a show called what
2: you, Dark. What do you think the odds are that... <laughs> Cody books Jonathan Gresham to come to AEW to lose the Ring of Honor title to Cody. Oh,
1: oh, oh. Pretty good odds. I'll put money <laughs> down on that. Damn. What, do,
0: what does Sal have to watch if that doesn't happen?
1: No! No, 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 no. no. I'm agreeing with him. <laughs> um, oh, you know, speaking of Final Bell, though, it was kind of cool to see uh, what's Adam Shear doing in the Ring of Honor zone. It was It was funny because the EC3 grabs the mic and he says, free Titan! And then out of nowhere comes fucking Strowman, who looked good, to his credit. He looked fucking cut.
2: He really does. Yeah. The train noises were a little much, though.
1: (laughs) 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 Um, Choo-choo! It's good to see him back in a wrestling atmosphere, although, I don't know. I don't know if we will ever see him again.
2: <laughs> is it Unless, is that the most odd wrestling couple? Couple him and Raquel Gonzalez.
1: No, we just had Charlotte and Andrade.
2: I can. They're two good-looking like people. I can see that. That doesn't surprise me. Killian that Dan surprised me. Killian Dan and Nikki Cross. That's a good one. <sighs> Renee Young and John Moxley still sort of weirds me out.
1: No, those two fit each other, though. It fits it's inside of her.
2: <laughs> <laughs> At least once.
1: Yeah. Speaking of which, Becky mentioned that on, in her promo. She's
2: Cody up, and Brandy oh,
1: don't make a my lot of sense. And my little girl.
2: Yeah, something, Becky, you're fine. I don't see it. I don't have any issues. They don't. That's not a mismatch to me.
1: No. What about Tina, Brooke, and, uh, and Batista. That wasn't oh, a really a that wasn't really a thing. It was That's like late.
2: saying what about Mandy Rose and Otis.
1: <laughs> actually, no. Dana Brooke and Batista was probably realer than than anything in between Mandy and Otis. Uh, I don't even know who else
2: is a wrestling couple Daniel right O'Brien now. Daniel Bryan and Brie Bella. Yeah. Ugh. Like this super smart, like intelligent, book smart dude, and her. And <laughs> Well, I think it's yes. clearly out of topics. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh no, you said you had one more thing about Final Battle.
2: Did I? It's,
1: you know, like there's one oh, I was gonna mention something about that, but I'll get to that after.
2: Oh, it's the Gresham as the Go-Go thing.
1: Oh, it's the Egogo thing.
2: So
3: that'll do it for the final regular rundown. Of 2021. Season finale. Join us technically. Join us next week uh, for a few surprises and for the Runnies 2021. Thank you all. Thank you, Sal. Thank you for
1: having me. Fuck you. Thank you, you, Bruno. (laughs) Fuck you, Bruno (laughs) Button.
0: I don't know how many of those uh, run these topics gonna to be able to fill out, but it's probably not gonna be alive. Oh, yes. for for
1: a lot. Oh yes, can't wait the of the ship. Which is gonna be nine hours long. Yes. Thank you, Jason.
2: Hey, right, thank you, Troy, and I'm glad that Astro and I were able to make up by the end of this. Like I feel like the vibes are good now, so And with that But your head still moves too much. I, can't,
3: I, I don't know what to do about that. It's just, it's the way I talk. I don't, I don't, I don't do that.
2: <laughs> Maybe she's confusing you with Tony Khan's head in the
1: back. <laughs> oh, that. You know what? After a lot of vodka, I can see that.
2: Some <laughs> <laughs> some so.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Jason, send us off.
2: Uh, I guess that means we will run your ass down next time. Bye bye.